0: This is an ongoing brainstorm about the greatest implications
1: and possibilities pertaining to the newest and biggest news stories. This is the Think in Your Armor Trending News.
0: All right. right. Hey, hey there, Jonesy. How are you, sir? I'm well, man. Dude, how, how about that sweet new intro for our brand new show, the Think in Your Armor Trending News?
1: Yeah, it's a pretty good intro. I had to do it quickly because this show is about trending news and we didn't want to wait to uh, to get to get jumped off on, on you know, getting these episodes out there. But I plugged some of that into Grammarly and I might have like one or two advanced errors on that. <laughs> I don't care. No. Don't care.
0: And you know what? The guy who did the voiceover makes it sound really good anyway. Like when you have a voice like that, you could plug in two to three advanced errors. And after a few times, it's still going to sound like gold to your ears. So oh, yeah.
1: But, and, and it's really, dude, it's not, it's not about grammar to me. It's about getting the point across what yeah. the
0: show is about. So, you know? dude, the point of this show, man, we should get it out there because, you know, the point, one of the points of this show is that it's going to be a 30-minute show. It's going to be about trending topics in the world today. We're already one minute in. means we only have 29 minutes left to go. Today's topic, Jonesy, we're shooting on the Olympics. That's right. That's, That's right, right, man. Everybody knows about the Olympics. Number one trending news story right now um uh, according to google, you know what i mean? But uh there's some other political things going on, but the olympics man, i mean they're taking over our televisions. They're on uh NBC every four every every two years, the winter and now we have the summer. And uh dude, what do you think man? How do the olympics treating you Jonesy
1: babe? Well, you know, i always catch a little bit here and a little bit there, you know. Yeah. So i so far i'm trying to, i've i saw a soccer game between soccer game this year yeah i saw one soccer game between iraq and oh. and um and uh a pro- some other oh so, pro- no no like a, a more tr- a european team that's okay Traditionally, it, well, i probably wiped them up no and like iraq was hanging in there you know? <laughs>
0: that's pretty good so, amazing how so a country like iraq can you know feel like a, a competitive
1: soccer team with you know all the turmoil at, going over at, them. Huh? yes Yes, that's yeah. true, and I was thinking about that. But I wasn't juiced up. I wasn't enthusiastic. I mean, we should probably talk holistically if we could get to that within yeah. the time frame of, of how juiced up we get about um, the Olympics in yeah. general and how enthusiastic we would like to be <laughs> Dude, about the Olympics. you want but, me to tell you how juiced well, well, up I am? Before you do, why don't you start with what actually you you do, like, go out there and look for – as it exists, you know, oh. in the imperfect way that the Olympics is being carried out. Like yeah. there is an event here or two that you'll. To me, you know, the Olympics at, at the age of 32 yeah.
0: right here, you know, have it gone through the Olympic cycle now for 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 the past 32 years. And ha- every few years it's on television. To me, it's it's at its best is background white noise on your TV. It's not something yeah. Jonesy that I could say you know that i'm gonna really be juiced up that i have to tune in to this exact thing with the exception of maybe like the 200 meter sprint or the 100 meter sprint you know because i dig yeah that's
1: that's great yeah
0: you know because i think that's really impressive stuff but the other stuff to me seems like it's typical canned nbc's got their fingers all over it whatever storylines they want to shove down our stinking throats Michael Phelps, Katie Ledecky, whatever, Simone Siles, whatever her name is, you know, and it's these three people and they're doing all these things. I mean, they're swimming. That's great. We're doing revolting. That's great. Yeah. You know, we're swimming again. That's great. And to me, like, you can't really come on, especially when you know that they're taping these things hours in advance. It's not even live on our television. ESPN sends me that the Olympic gold, the gym, gymnast won the gold medal, the women's team, you know, four hours before it's even on television. I mean, dude, I can't get all worked up about
1: watching the Olympics, man. No, no. I mean, you you use the word storylines. I don't know, you know, what are the storylines though? Here
0: are the storylines: the three major storylines we have going right now. That NBC, ESPN, every news country, every news station and and network is going after these three things. I'm giving you the trifecta. Are you ready? Yeah, Michael Phelps returning to conquer the Olympics once more and set a new record for gold medals, or or continue his record. To me, you know what? That's impressive. Okay, yeah, he you know he's me got a what dude. is he after 21, 21 medals? To me, when you get to a point like that in sports or any kind of athletic contest, when you're that dominant, I want you to just keep dominating. Like some people probably want him to fall on yeah. his face, and 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 I'm not no, like that. I, you're I, not like that, dude. When you're that, when you're a legend like that, and whatever you're doing, just keep dominating. You know what I mean? Yeah, to me,
1: I get. I get I, I get pretty juiced up on Phelps. So like I I uh, that's like one of my little tidbits for right now. Like that's one of my little points of value as the Olympics exists right now. But that's Phelps. It's kind of like a freak accident, right? What if that guy wasn't that good? I'm not going to I'm not going right. to credit the the way the Olympics is being run, you know, with Phelps. Phelps is just a great athlete. He happens to be alive right, right
0: now. So they're kind of like, you know, the the networks are t- are really juiced up because also Phelps is polarizing. And we all love polarizing figures because Phelps a couple of years ago, you know, had a few follies, you know what I mean? Smoked some, some marijuana and Barely. then maybe like cheated on his girlfriend with, you know, a dude that was, you know, formerly a dude that's now a woman, you know, no oh, biggie.
1: That happened. That happened. I, forget, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that second one. <laughs>
0: that happened. And right. you know what? No biggie, whatever, you know, but that that gives you some juice. So people, he's a controversial figure, but he's also a dominant athlete in swimming, So we got to hear about Phelps has a chance to win more. He hasn't to win more. And I'm cool with that. Okay. so, yeah. The next thing we have is this new swimmer, um, 18 years old, Katie Ledecky, I believe is her name. And uh, she seems to be pretty dominant in the women's swimming. And maybe, you know, she's going to be the next dominant American Olympic athlete taking over for Phelps because she's been she set a world record. Okay, this was actually impressive, you know. So even though I'm I'm kind of crapping on the Olympics, this was kind of impressive. So I watched this thing. You know, she's swimming, Jonesy, and they give you Mm -hmm. like the line that she has to beat to beat her world record that she previously set. And she was like ten feet ahead of the line. She was so far beyond her own world record. I was like, holy cow, man, this is incredible. I can't believe she's shattering her own world record in that kind of fashion. You know what I mean? So okay, all right. Next thing you know, next day she's on a sit down interview. a little
1: credit for that, that line, just that line technique is money right there.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. So, you know, I'm juiced up because that that showing me the visual of someone physically breaking a line like that, even though swimming, you know, wasn't something I ever really, you know, I, I could swim or whatever. But I mean, people are really good at it, I guess. So she's one of them. So, all right, that's great. So now we have to hear about her family. And, you know, she was talking about an interview with Lauer. You know, she, during the middle of a race one time, she was thinking of her two grandfathers that passed or whatever. You know, great wow. story, I guess. You know, so that's the that's the that's the other thing. But, you know, these are all temporary, like four weeks from now, we're going to forget about all this stuff. That's my kind of point here is that these are storylines that, um, you know, it's just they're going to come and go so quickly. I mean, they're going to leave us hanging because four months from now, we're going to forget about this girl and we're probably not going to hear about her again till four years from now. And when she's back at the Summer Olympics, and then she's going to get reshoved down our throat. Same thing with Phelps. The difference between her and Phelps is Phelps hit the bong, made headline news in between his Olympics, uh, you know, um, performances. So that's the other thing. Are you ready for number three? The third big, big story here, dude? Of
1: course, of course. The third
0: big story, and I, I butchered her name the first time, is Simone Biles, the, the gymnast. I um, believe she, she's 18 years old as well. And, a black I mean, girl, right? Yeah, yeah. She's she's African American, dude, and she's killer athlete. I mean, she looks like she could be a wrestler, honestly, like an Olympic wrestler. I mean, she's got. I mean, you all these people have bodies that just to me, I'm. Um, I mean. I don't know what they do to prepare for them. And obviously we've had some controversy and we could get into the whole doping thing or PEDs and whatever. Uh, I
1: mean, the bodies don't really impress me, Corb, because the thing is they do this every day. I mean, you know, your body would be well, way different if the whole focus eh, of your life was doing a specific task like dude, that, you know? T-
0: the reason why they, they don't impress It would be completely different. It would be completely different. But Jonesy, like, I mean, do you want to see someone like Phelps' body on your TV or 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 some of these people that are in, like, they're in good shape, but it's like, it's crazy, man. I mean, it's like they're, it doesn't look like human beings at a certain point. They look like they're kind of cast members on Stranger Things at some point. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: I mean, it's like, some of them, are, because it's also like specialized physique. Exactly. So like the, the, like the
0: swimmers' physique is, is, is crazy. I mean, super mm-hmm. thin, but yet muscular at the top. I mean, I don't understand it, you know. So there's that. So then, you know, Simone Biles dominating or whatever. And we got you know, to hear about her because her story is that she didn't believe in herself and she overcame some adversity And, and when she was uh, you know, coming up in the gymnastic world. But again, I'm supposed to buy in and really dedicate myself to hearing about her and, and Phelps and Ledecky. And you know what? That's great. But four weeks from now, Jonesy, where are we going to be, man? I mean, we're not, we're not going to think about Biles or Phelps or Ledecky. I mean, it's just no. a passing. Well, it's, a, it's a fad for right no. now. And I, to me, the Olympics is a fad. What do you think, man? Yeah,
1: I mean I th- I think that uh, uh m- my honest uh hunch on this issue is that it it very well could be much better in terms of how mm. engaging it is mm. on a macro level. I mean, let's compare it to the World Cup for instance. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: The good World comparison. Cup
1: The the World Cup comes around every 4 years as well, right? So it's the every same. Every
0: 4 years. Yep. So and people good. get you stumped about that.
1: International and, 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 and a, yes, and it it passes as well, but while the engagement um is is in effect, the engagement is is better and more extreme. I mean, there's a lot of communal activity, you know, out in cities. There's a lot of people rubbing shoulders and talking to each other, oh. watching games and bars. There's and, tons of people uh, in the
0: bar dressed up with face paint of
1: like whatever 10% nationality they have that exactly. happens to be in the Exactly, And finals. it's really fun when you're just hanging out and you're not one of those people with face paint. Well, you know what I mean? It's really fun when you, you like when you know the you people
0: you're hanging out. When yeah. you like the people you're hanging out with, bro, are like you know, 10% French or something. But they're so yeah. juiced up because, you know, France is in the finals that they're going to mm-hmm. all of a sudden rep that French nationality with face paint or whatever. And I, you know what? Fine. Yeah. Another thing people get juiced up on. We got to have things to get juiced up about. So but, you well, know, of it,
1: course, it, of course, when I get juiced up, when when America looks like it's saving face and not not doing terrible, I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? That little piece of me. Yeah, uh, let's get dude, a little juiced, man. Going back to the flagship show
0: on our sports episode and your whole deal, the way you handle sports, you know, this, this is what your point is. Yeah. it gets me juiced when America's competitive in anything in the world cup of soccer, mm-hmm. but that dude, I remember last time they got to a point where like they should have won and they just put together like a crap performance in like the, the game they got eliminated in. And I was at the gym and I was watching that. And there was a few other people there and we all, all of our workouts were ruined, you know, cause we invested in it and they let us down. You know so that's the other danger of being too invested I suppose
1: that, that, yeah it's, that's always the danger but in terms of engagement the, yeah. which the, well, the, the other the other side of that sword I think with the Olympics is that singular focus yeah exactly. that everybody could get around exactly. it's just soccer exactly
0: so. exactly exactly dude great point because I really think the Olympics is too abstract with some of their events some of the things they have going on there I mean dude I saw another thing I saw was um, the diving synchronized diving. Now, listen, I couldn't never do that. I mean, it's incredible what this this one girl from China has been doing it for like six Olympics or five Olympics. Wing Ming Sha is her name. And I mean, her and this other girl do like these crazy, you know, flips and stuff like that and dive perfectly into the pool. You know, that's tremendous. I can't believe they could do that so good. But God, I mean, who cares?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Um it- <laughs> It's Okay, it's hard. It's hard for most to care about a lot of those things, and I think it's interesting how you brought up just now. Like, listen, I'm not traditionally a sports guy, and that is true, meaning that I was just not a fanatical fan who followed particular franchises um, and and just was all in. Uh, but I am a, I'm a history guy, so when we're yep. going to talk about something like yep. the Olympics, we got both sides of of that, oh, yeah. you know, angle of engagement and. Dude, the Olympics, do people know about
0: that? I mean, do people realize well, that,
1: that? Well, that's something we have to touch does on. Does NBC because,
0: realize that?
1: You Matt know, Lauer, <laughs> does he realize know, that, bro? He 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 probably realizes it, but he's not actively thinking about it, no. and it's not his job. Whoever's job it is, isn't isn't um, thinking might about be, leveraging, yeah.
0: you know, like maybe it might it's, be what? it's the world's job, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe everybody, like all these countries that participated need to remember that. But tell everybody a little bit about, you know, the historical perspective and the impact of the Olympics.
1: Well, there's a lot of angles to think about this too, Corv. But, like, to just start off, it, it, I mean, listen, the 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 Olympics and the, the name the Olympics goes back to, like, the Pan-Hellenic Games. It's like it was, like, the main – athletic games and there were a few other minor ones but from which the modern event that we're talking about right now takes olympics you know it's ancient greece and it was the main athletic contest in in ancient greece and you know there really is this this heritage i mean to this day people know about and historians have recorded you know the greatest athletes of these games in greece like the greatest athletes yeah. and um, you know, I don't – I'm not going to pretend like I know all the history, yeah. but this, this covered a lot of area. Like, this covered a lot of area. Well, there were, some of the people in these games weren't even Greek. Like, I was just well, reading about some boxer who was Armenian. So yeah. he came from – people came from, you know, far and wide – yeah. In, in the known world back then, and competed. We're in talking
0: BC. like thousands of years ago too. We're not talking about like when the Olympics got restarted in the. No, we're
1: talking about thousands of years ago. You know, because before, the one for Christianity, you know,
0: <laughs> BC, yeah. And dude, yeah. the the one thing I know and I remember from learning about it is that Athens and Sparta, you know, these two city states that were battling all the time and killing the crap out of each other, mm-hmm. right? All the, all of a sudden, you know, when it was time to hold the Olympic events. They, they stopped murderizing each other just to hold the events and they went into yeah. a, a truce temporarily. I mean I thought that was pretty when you know about how crazy those folks were in, in trying to you know eliminate each other and the fact that they would take a time out to uh, have some wrestling events I mean hey, that's unbelievable.
1: No it, Corv, it's unbelievable and like to, to really drive with some purpose towards the you know our touching upon this point right now, I mean, I think that what we're both suggesting is that in the production, and the creative uh, component to to the way that uh, the Olympic Games are are produced and are communicated to the masses, that it's it's a little ridiculous to think that there haven't been ways, uh, you know, you know, thought up to to leverage this amazing human history and at this point tradition that has been, you know, re. You know, brought back to life. It has it's it's mm. been revitalized for, for, for the world. And like in a wrestling event, for instance, I remember reading and just now I had to look up. I remember reading about Milo of Croton, like one of the best wrestlers of the ancient world, like a really, really we're not talking guy. about Croton on the Hudson here. Well, I I did think about Croton on the Hudson after you said that in the Hudson Valley where we're from, and it's probably named after the original yeah. Croton for all I know. It, it very well could be. Well, let's hope so. But, but you know, Croton in Greece. I, I so I said, okay, I've read about this guy Milo of Croton before. Just reading about like ancient. Wrestling as it existed in Greece and stuff like that. Let me look this guy up. I bet he was in the Olympics back then. And, you know, fair enough. I just hadn't bookmarked that part of him. But this guy was like, you know, he was an Olympic champion many times over. And, you know, why are we not hearing about him? you know yeah, well, during <laughs> during the wrestling why is there not a big statue of this guy you know what i yeah. mean it should be something well, that that's part of the,
0: the show to, to answer what your question is to if you know I have my theory on it is that when the olympic games got restarted in the 1800s um, you know they went through um a different a lot of different things like with having um i mean if you talk about having jesse owens in germany and nazi germany you talk mm-hmm. about the the hostage crisis that they had yeah. in munich You talk about Mm -hmm. um, us not going to Moscow in the 40s. I mean, all these different pieces of crap, you know, that happened. And um, nowadays, it's just like the Olympics has gotten so stale. And it just, to me, Jonesy, it's like part of the machine. It has to be so watered down and so accessible for everyone. So you have to have like these three storylines that we constantly hear about because that's all we could really handle as a society. You know, all we could really take is hearing about Phelps, Biles, and Ledecki right now. We can't hear about Mr. Croden or any kind of juice history, you know, about yeah. it or, or anything deeper about like what it goes into really preparing for these and you know and and not just one person and one event. Yeah. you know. And that's kind of the problem. Like it's just like everything else, it's just kind of so watered down. So NBC can make a lot of money because, you know, it's a pop culture thing now, instead of really a true athletic and true world like coming together and and making nice with each other, yeah. what it should be, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, you know, But just-
1: you know, I think that's a problem, Corb. Yeah. I mean, I can't agree with what you're saying is being done is right, even though I do no. agree that because dude, every year it's the same. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm no more excited for the Olympics this year than I am the other year. And I have to say, there's a little more fluctuation with the World Cup when the World Cup, you know, you know, because of who which exact teams mm-hmm. are better each year and maybe, you know, especially from the American perspective, the USA is just good enough to watch like like they get just a tiny bit yeah. better where they're not getting better. Yeah. They're yeah. getting better. They're getting slowly better, but just enough that you're like, okay, I can maybe watch them get better. Like, yeah. they're not getting worse. But it's competitive, and, and, it's, and, it's, exactly. and there's a
0: chance, and you don't really know exactly what's exactly. going to happen. And it's, exactly. And it's, you, know, it's you don't have to you be a big soccer fan. Exactly. And, and to me, when you have an Olympics, like, being, like, you know, all these different events from people doing archery or other things like that to, you know, stuff that's just, like, ridiculous – uh, you know, and, and, and all these things are, are, are really picked by NBC producers of what they're going to air, depending on what's going to get ratings. You know what I mean? Whereas uh, with, with something like the world cup, I mean, you don't even have to be a soccer fan, but it's fun to sit down with a bunch of people and watch the game and analyze the game. Like, dude, you and I cannot sit down, whether it's in a dive bar or in our living rooms and say, and, 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 analyze Wing Ming Sha's, you know, perfect swan
1: dive. I mean, who cares? No it would be hard i'm i'm not I'm not one for like the artistic stuff because like the Olympics isn't art me. you're not a synchronized <laughs> swimming guy bro yeah and and they don't they use the term like artistic gymnasts and stuff like that as yeah. well,
0: yeah because um, yeah they have the music playing and they do their flippity flop and then they gotta pose at the right time and
1: yeah you know and, dance and talk- a little. At core, I'm touching on that also, like I could, you know, this is the impression I had. So, so I'm not saying that this is the be all end all correct belief, but there there's an element to certain sports that I've always liked. And right now we got the great Usain Bolt and the great Michael Phelps, and and they're speed demons. One's a land animal, one's a sea animal, you know, yep. es- essentially. But these are this is a primitive individual human sport that would have direct application. To the natural world and to survival. And to me, when you say the Olympics and the history of the Olympics, and as the ancient Greeks participate in, in the Olympics, it's that essence of the sports, yeah. that individual, purposeful sport that w- would get you somewhere in survival yeah. in the natural like- world. That's what I want to see in the Olympics. That's me. And I think that that uh, – come on. People do know the history a little bit. That would strike a prime yeah. chord with a lot of folks out well, there. Well, and you're right. And I think that even that, you know,
0: those individual, like, things that, that are, you know, applicable in nature or whatever, I'd rather see, like, the Olympics really really focus on those things even yes. rather than seeing, like, the USA basketball team whoop up on China again or whoop up on Spain. I mean, we no, get it. No, you could call you know? basketball. You could call basketball. Olympers. But dude, like the Olympic boxing, I remember when I was a kid. You must need have been, the boxing. Must have been not in the nineties. Some jerk I didn't know he was a jerk at the time. Some kid, some skinny kid named Floyd Mayweather won himself an Olympic gold medal. You know, and I remember watching that, and I was like, you know what? He beat this guy up, and I'm I'm proud to be an American, and I'm proud to be juiced up on Mayweather. And that's always been in my back pocket when people ask me, what's my take on Mayweather? And, you know, he's not the best guy ever, and I don't like what he does, and, you know, as far as his behavior with women is terrible. But he'll always have a little bit of a special place in my soul because he represented our country in a one-on-one competition, and he whooped up. Some some foreigner and to me, if that's what we're gonna do in the Olympics, and whether it's sprinting, boxing,
1: well, because Cor, you're taking some of that gold. That's exactly. what you telling me. That I'm was for it. you. That, I'm that taking was it. More, yeah, yeah, that was that gold was for you. So fair enough. Okay, and that's
0: when I, I like you know that's what I get juiced up about um, sports like that, and you know trying to think like off the top of my head, Kurt Angle, you know, won an Olympic gold medal in 1996 in wrestling. I mean, yeah. That's an impressive yeah. accomplishment. So here's a guy. People could say, oh, he's a pro wrestler or whatever. I, you know, that's ridiculous. But, dude, the guy won a gold medal in the Olympics. He beat – he was the best heavyweight wrestler in the entire world. I well, mean, listen, yes. And I just, it, it,
1: it's true. And how could you not, like, recall that factoid with, like, tremendous interest? You know, it, it's a great thing. But I just want to make the something that I could foresee happening – In our world, and there is a lot of, there's an emphasis on being egalitarian, which is good. And then, you know, a lot of people, myself included, sometimes think political correctness gets taken too far. I I am interested in leveraging the historical perspective. I could see how some folks would say, well, that seems exclusive because this is just a Western, uh, you know, European tradition, the way it started. Well, that is really, I think, what restarted these games. That was what's in mind. But if if there is something similar in terms of the essence we just described of like an individual, um, y- you know, applicable to nature type of sport and there was a tradition coming out of somewhere else in the world, Africa, Japan, wherever, w- you could tie that in be- yeah. as, you know, like a parallel Olympics that obviously um, occurred somewhere else as a tradition independently of the Greek Olympics. But it's the same sort of storyline, it's the same sto- it's the same human storyline. So I would I would be uh totally accepting of those traditions. But I think that the yeah. history is important and we need we need to leverage it to some degree and because to your this point, didn't so. get here, Corv. We didn't invent this uh, you know, hundred twenty years ago. That's not it wasn't the first time. I mean, this it wouldn't it wouldn't be here at all, dude. dude. You know what I mean? And and and
0: you're right. So go, if I could piggyback off that point, I have mm-hmm. an idea. I would like to see somebody, you know, get together the Olympic Committee or whatever and say, listen, this whole thing where every four years we go to this, some city and the city's not prepared and the mob in Russia has got their fingers on it. Rio is a mess and this place is a mess. How about we bring the Olympics home? How about we have a site set up in Greece? Yeah. You know, Lord knows they could use it and, and set it up where we know that's where we're going every four years for the summer games and, you know, set up a site somewhere for the winter games where we know that every four years that's where we're going, and we go home for these things, man. And we have them there every four years, and we streamline the events, and we add some things and take some things out, and really put some
1: juice back into these games right where they should be geographically. Corb, I agree with you, and to piggyback off that point is that Greece, how could the world not tune in to when when they're in Greece? But And they, they should they, bring they, they should bring them home in aesthetics. Yep. They should bring they should bring it home in feel and in branding. Yep. All the time, no matter where it is, like there should be some some physical structures, Doric columns, things that were on Mount Olympus when and, they had these yep. that are evocative of the history, and we should always see that. We're watching hmm. the Olympics. Can what I it see? Look like it? NBC's
0: coverage, and they're coming in with that wide angle. Taken by a helicopter or a drone of Rio, and you see some stupid-looking stadium that's going to get torn down after this game anyway because it's temporary, like that egg thing they had in Beijing a few years ago or whatever. And you see like a, you know, you could you see the, you know, some of the the not so pretty sights of Rio on the outskirts. You could get a little glimpse of that. I when I when I see see that angle from NBC, I want them flying over the stinking
1: Parthenon, man. And I'll be juiced. I'll tune in. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm not a Vegas guy, but Vegas would probably do the Olympics pretty good. They'd have some faux Doric columns, faux neo, you know, faux yeah. classical yeah. architecture. They already I have mean,
0: that, so I mean, they could just—they already there. have that. <laughs> yeah. They already yeah. have that. But Greece, I mean, they ha- they have the real deal too, you know. So instead of having yeah. ISIS like blowing up places like that or whatever, let's let's uh, take advantage of what's left. And um, well, you know, what a
1: great. What a great use of ruins, man, Right, is to just see the ruins, be near the ruins. Absolutely.
0: Especially with some of the real purpose of the Olympics back in the games. And really also, I think, you know, as we get to the end of the show here, because this is a 30 minute program, I think, man, like, you know, emphasizing like, you know, the the idea that maybe it's a good time for us to take care of each other when these games are on and stop acting like fools. And, you know, right here in our own country and all over the world and, and killing each other and acting like crazy people. And let's have some competitive sports things, and let's show people what human beings could really do, and uh, be proud of our country and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, instead of having here, you know, this garbage about you know one of the other trending topics we'll hit one of these days, which is this political nonsense. So
1: absolutely, and just one other thing I want to uh-huh. say, just to close off on, as I was watching a little bit, just a little bit of Fareed Zakaria GPS on CNN the other day. Yeah, and Malcolm Gladwell, the great author oh, and yeah. journalist, w- was on there. And he used to be, uh, I think it was a long distance runner. He was he was a very competitive runner when he was when, he was a young guy. And he wrote uh, Outliers and The Tipping Point. Yeah. And I think, a, I think. He's a brilliant mind, man. But he he yeah. he, he actually we like to shoot proposals. Yeah. And I probably don't agree with the guy on everything, but he's a brilliant mind, and and we like to shoot proposals on on our shows, folks. So he shot a proposal on Freed, for, for which just got me psyched. And he said it's crazy that we have to have the Olympics in one place, guys. This is stupid, you know what I mean? He's like, we can have this in different locations and not have, you know, the economic stress of one place taking on the whole thing. And, you know, it's it's food for thought, whether you agree with it or not. And he went on to give the example that one year, it was in a super hot location, and the, the long-distance runners almost died. Well, dude, and they this, should be they should be running in Sweden every time. They should be running somewhere that's could better combine for that, that
0: event. You could combine that so, with, with the, what we said earlier, is that why don't you have it at one place that you know is going to work with the historical background there, and you know it's going to be there over yeah. years. You don't have to worry about that garbage. You know?
1: I think he has a point. You know what I mean? Whether I agree with him, I didn't even get as far to say, hey, different locations around the world – what do I think of that? I think there would be cool angles of that, but maybe I also have to challenge myself if it would break the tradition of what the Olympics really feels like. I'm, I'm, I'm not sold all the way, but I was thinking about it. It's a very interesting thought, at the yeah. very least. Yeah. So, all right, man, that's it. First
0: trending news show in the books. A lot of fun. Man. Looking forward to the next one. I'll, I, I'll give you the medal count real quick. United States is at twenty seven, second is China at 17, and third is South Korea at seven. So I think we win this thing all the time if you count medals. So who cares? And
1: one for the Think in Your Armor. Yeah, one for
0: us, everybody. So, So, uh, dude, you want to tell
1: them where we're at and we'll get out of here? Yeah, just check us out at thethinkinyourarmor.com. And, you know, we're working on the rest of our marketing plugs for you guys. So, you know, no need to rush rush that. No
0: need to rush that. Um, No need to rush an outro gimmick either. Okay? So we'll catch everybody on the flip side. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. And catch us on the flagship show. And also, this show, and we're going to be hitting some trending news. Jonesy, I'm juiced up.
1: Yeah, keep your thinking caps on, guys. All right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.